I'm Erin Lawler Patterson, the Goodness Chick. I'm an international speaker, life coach, author, and proud part of the Mental Health News Radio Network. Join me on the journey of empowering you to kick butt in life, not get kicked by life, addressing mental health, relationships, self care, and giving back. So, tomorrow I'm hopping to my car, um, throwing a bunch of stuff in there, having a cup of coffee, and taking a three hour road trip with Jack, with my son. We're pretty much taking a week. We're going to be down towards Delray Beach, and we're spending the week with my aunt, my grandmother, my mom, and my cousin. And really, the week is kind of all about my grandma. She's going to be turning 99 next month. Next month. Oh, my gosh, next week. Ah, not next month. And, um, you know, as I kind of started thinking about that, it's like, what? She's been here for 99 years on this earth. That is crazy train and kind of taking a little bit of a step back and thinking all the different things that she has seen in the course of her life, all the different things that have changed through history. I mean, even thinking about, you know, I mean, what a, you know, what, what a, a phone looked like was certainly not a cell phone, right? To a pay phone or what, like to not having VHS, DVR, DVD, and all the many acronyms we have to what, you know, her first car was. Uh, I interviewed her actually last year, and uh, it was so interesting learning things that I just did not know about her. And all of this kind of has had me thinking about what do, does the elderly, those that are, are significantly older than ourselves, what place do they hold in our lives? And what place do they hold in society? And it really kind of had me thinking, especially in America, I, I do think that we too easily dismiss the elderly, right? Well, they, they just, you know, they're older, so they move a lot slow, you know, slower. Come on, I'm, I'm in a rush, I'm in a rush. Um, and, and just not always use, looked at as having the value that they really do, right? Um, where it's like, you know, they, they're, they're, you know, not walking as quickly, you know, their eyesight, their hearing. And one of the things that I have learned over the past few years, um, about life, about people is that we, when we kind of allow ourselves to pause, to stop and to actually listen instead of talking the whole time, there's a whole lot of stuff we can learn, especially from the elderly, especially from the elderly. Now, not every person will, that will slap the label on as elderly or, or as, as much older, right, uh, than ourselves, right, um, necessarily means that they're wise, right? You, you don't, have, when you hit the, you know, 70-year-old mar year mark, it doesn't mean, um, you know, you're automatically, you're in the club, you here's a ticket, you're super wise. That's not the case. You know, I've met people uh, that are much younger than myself that I would say they're pretty wise for their age. They've, they've accrued and accumulated wisdom and it's been something they've sought after and it's been a choice. And it's the same thing with somebody who's been through many life experiences that is older, right? Wisdom is not just, is not kind of thrust upon you. It's, it's something that takes a certain type of person, right? So with that, when it comes to the elderly, my question and thought for you is, are there people that are much older than yourself that you seek wisdom from, that you throw things at in terms of, I mean that figuratively, not literally, <laughs> um, that you, you know, you put your ideas by them. You ask them questions. You, if they're a family member or somebody that you're just connected with, have you learned from them? 
And too often, I, I, I think we can kind of be really busy being busy in life. And the simple concept of sitting next to somebody who's much older than us and sitting in a rocking chair, having a cup of tea, sweet tea, coffee, whatever, and just asking questions or just listening can be kind of foreign to us. Uh, and I think that is a bummer, right? We have people in our lives, and some of us, maybe you don't, but family members, or we'll say people that we adore and love that aren't necessarily family members, but we consider family, that we could really learn from, right? I, I, I think about my grandmother who's been through the depression, um, who, you know, was, went through being, you know, I mean, as, as a Jew who was ridiculed and, and went through things that I can't even fathom for being Jewish, um, to going with the depression and, and what it meant to like be poor as poor can be and working her, her fingers to the bone to be able to supply, you know, to, to make it and to be able to, to provide for her family to just the, the basic kind of progression of, of society you know, what a phone looked like for her back in the day, what a car was like. I mean, and the changes are crazy. And just sitting, and the times I, I've sat with her and just had to slow down and ask her questions, it's part of my history. She's part of my history. And it's part of me. And as, as human beings, I think there's something fascinating about learning about our, our, our family history, learning about people that or even if they're not connected to us, they're connected to us because they're human. And there's benefits to when we slow down and we ask questions and we learn and we seek wisdom. And there's so many positives and there's so many learning experiences that can come from that if we allow ourselves to listen. Uh, a number of years ago, I was, I spent, gosh, I'm going to say about two months in Jerusalem. Uh, I, you know, was there as a tourist, but also as volunteering um, at, at a local soup kitchen. And I remember it was most days that I would work. I worked the afternoon shift. I would work lunch and walk um, maybe two or three blocks. And I would be, it was in the, what was called the Shook, the marketplace. And I remember, I don't know if it was the first time I was there, but one of the first times I was there, it was like super hot, right? Obviously you're in the desert, you're in the Middle East, it's summertime, newsflash, it's going to be hot. So I'm like sweating, it's hot. Um, and I'm walking and I'm like, not that I was in a rush. I didn't really have anything, but like I, I need to eat. I'm hungry and I'm dehydrated and all that jazz. That can sometimes make me a little edgy. But I was on my way to go, you know, grab something to eat. And I, I the corner of my eye noticed this gentleman who was like in these long pants and had um, – almost like he like a cardigan with like a long sleeve dress shirt. And I'm like, it's a thousand degrees. And, and he was cut, he was hunched over walking slow. And, and he had, um, his, his, um, his sleeves kind of rolled up, I'll say almost to his elbows. And as he's walking, I kind of feel like, I think he had a cane. I'm not really sure. I'm trying to remember this is, this is quite a while ago. And, and I remember his arm kind of extending and catching uh, on the inside of his arm, seeing a, a numbers, so this gentleman was a Holocaust survivor. I remember watching him and um, then I kind of walked a little bit, got my food, was kind of trying to find a place to sit down, right? Get out of, get out of the sun. Uh, and I remember seeing him and I walked up to him. He was sitting by himself and saying, you know, excuse me, would you mind if I sat down and joined you? Sit out, you know, there's always room here. Sit, please. And, and I, I spent, geez, I'm going to say 
whatever, an hour, two hours sitting with this, this, ma this man, uh, his name was Max. And I remember just asking questions in a way that I really had never allowed myself to ask before, you know, what did, you know, obviously I knew what the number was, but asking him about his family uh, and that he was the only survivor in his family. And, you know, what he had seen as a Holocaust survivor had been, you know, had hate um, and animosity in his face, right? And how his attitude where he could have kind of curled up in a ball and been consumed by it, but he's a survivor. And, and if we don't think that hatred is alive and well today and that, that if we're not careful, history can repeat itself. And in different parts of the world, there have been Holocaust, right? There have been um, mass, mass wipeouts of people depending on, you know, their, their, their background, depending on their race, depending on, you know, what, what part of the, the world they're in. It's, 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 it's mind boggling and it's gutting. We need to be informed. And I remember sitting with Max, I, I had joined him a number of times after that for lunch and thinking, what else do I not know? And, I, and regardless of what age we are, there is beauty in people in the elderly. There is, and it's all how we look at it. And, and I think I'm going to kind of focus a little bit on in Americans as particular. We're a very fast moving society. Um, age isn't always typically something that's glorified. Let's be young. Right. Let's just always you get a little bit older and it's, you know, the pressure to um, Botox, the pressure to, you know, how I'm dressing this appearance and the pressure can be kind of crazy trained. And what message that sends is be young, be young, be young, be young, and that there's less significance on that which is older. And that is a shame. You know, you move slower. You, you can't hear as well. You can't see as well. All right. But they're still the same person. And if you sat down and you talked to them, what have you not learned? What have you not learned yet? What can you learn? And, and there's so much that when we kind of seek out those who are older than us that possess wisdom, that possess life experience that maybe we're not even aware of, it can do amazing, amazing things. You know, I, I think about Europe and parts of Asia throughout the world and how when it comes to, to architecture, it's, I mean, like, what, you, I'm going to throw out Italy, for example. You know, you walk through and it's like, whoa, you know, going through Rome and you see the Colosseum and these buildings that have been around for thousands of years and they're just breathtaking. And there's something that they're, they're always putting money into in terms of preservation and making upkeep and making sure whether it's, you know, tourists or the weather aren't deteriorating and, and, they're, and they're just held together because they're seen as valuable. And I believe too often in the United States, we, got, we have an old house or something that is older. What do we do? We knock that sucker over and we just put a, a bigger house, a newer house, and it kind of reinforces this mentality, right? That older is just not as significant. And I think, I know we've lost out on a whole lot of, of life lessons when we have this mentality that, Younger is better. Uh, not the case, right? I, I think every age that you're at, you know, God, God has created us where we're of value, we're significant. Um, but we've missed out on so many opportunities, um, both for, for people, you know, that are elderly, what, what they can gain from us and what we can gain from them. And that's really what life's about. That, you know, Andy Rooney had said, the best classroom in the world 
is at the feet of an elderly person. And I really believe that. Like there's so much that people who have, have faced uh, challenges that we can't even you know, think of, we can't wrap our mind around. And when we view them as kind of a treasure, like this treasure chest that like has yet to be that, that, you know, kind of looks a little, a little beat up, a little worn. Well, if we judge it based on that, right. And not seeing instead of like, wow, it's a little worn. It needs some polish. What does it? There's beauty in it. You crack that sucker open and it's like, whoa, the pearls, the gems, the, you know, the pieces of gold. And, and it's, the value that's within so many elderly people around us that we just like can sometimes overlook. And that's a shame, right? I, I remember the, the number of times, you know, I've sat um, and, and with my grandma and asking questions about my own personal family history, you know, about my great grandparents, about, you know, her, her, um, her sister and, and brothers. And it's like, we are all onions. And so often we think we know things that we just really don't know about other people. And, and it, to me, it's explained so many things when I begin asking questions to people, why they are the way they are, right? That's not always a negative thing. It can be a super positive thing, but things that have happened in our lives that make us the way we are. I will tell you, my grandmother, who is almost like 100 years old, is one of the, the, the most strongest people I've ever met. The woman doesn't complain. She is, um, dude, she is just a rock, man. <laughs> I mean, you know, she, uh, times I'm sure she's uncomfortable. She's tired. She doesn't complain. Um, part of it's her personality. And then part of that personality has been kind of uh, developed and, and influenced by she's at times had a really rough life. You don't complain, Right. And, and to me, it's, I've learned a lot from that, right? I, I, I don't have a tremendous amount in common with my grandma, but what I do have in common with my grandma is that she's my grandma. She's part of me. I am part of her. And so when we kind of look at that a little bit, that learning about history, and it doesn't always necessarily even have to be, it does have to be family, but outside of family, that it's our culture, our society, it's learning, it's asking questions. Uh, when I was in high school, my early years of, of, I'll say really actually throughout college, when I was on break, I used to go um, and visit. I, I had a teacher in high school, his father, uh, I, I became very close with his dad and his mom. His mom passed away, uh, I'm going to say maybe I guess my sophomore year of college, but I used to go and sit, right, and just talk with him. And I would be, you know, the guy like stormed the beaches of Normandy and, and these stories of him in the military and what you know they had experienced throughout the course of their life, it just made my wheels begin spinning and turning. And, and we really can learn so much from people who are older than us. It's, it's like we're all our own map, right? And, and some of those, that, those charted places and destinations that are more in depth, and some of them aren't. And we can prevent mistakes through asking questions. We can build our character through asking questions. We can realize how precious and fragile and magnificent life is by asking questions. And that includes the heartache, the ups, the downs, the challenges. You know, life is crazy train at times. We can, I do, I think we can sometimes make ourselves exceptionally crazy train just to be crazy train because we don't know that we're trapped in, in the, the, ongoing state of crazy train. It's taking a step back, taking a deep breath and learning. Woo -hoo -hoo, we can learn from that. 
you know, we're not supposed to go a million miles an hour. It's okay to sit down on a bench and watch the birds chirp. It's okay to have an intelligent discussion that might take a little bit longer, you know, with somebody who's 85 compared to somebody, you know, that you're talking to, boop, 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 that's 25, right? We can learn so much from somebody who is older. And I will say this without question, if you take a step back and think a little bit about the people that you seek insight and wisdom from and you ask questions to and you pick their brain, if they're all within your generation, all the same relative age as yourself, you're doing something wrong, right? Sorry if that makes you upset, but it's true. Like I, I, you know, I have dialogue with people who are younger than me and I have dialogue with a number of people who are somewhat older than me to significantly older than me. I don't always have to believe what you're telling me, but I'm certainly going to listen to it. I want to glean whatever information and truths that I can from it. I want to challenge myself because it gives me this, the platform to potentially grow from it. Right. And, and part of the issue is we can kind of be tools sometimes where not all of us, but many times it's like, this is what I believe. And this is what I know. And it's, it's, this is it that it's learning to agree to disagree. It's learning to listen to somebody that might, you know, who what we'll say is, you know, 90 years old and, and came from a different background and might say some things that you just super disagree with. Well, you could disagree with them, but don't be disrespectful about it. And it's learning just to listen. Where are they coming from, right? We don't always have to do, agree with everything because if we do, well, that's weird. And then you're like Gumby and that doesn't get us anywhere, right? It have your convictions and have your passions, but ask questions. And let us as human beings begin to learn from each other. I, I, I get very frustrated when we dismiss, or the elderly are dismissed, I, I'm not really trying to generalize here, but it can be dismissed as, as insignificant or lacking value, or let's just, you know, boop, they're gone, and let's just, you know, put the rest of their time in. Dude, that's a bummer. And are there old people that are, you know, not the most pleasant and enjoyable that, you know, whatever, but there's some people in their twenties and thirties, plenty of them that aren't the most, you know, kind and enjoyable. I, I say, seek people out that you're comfortable asking questions to. Uh, and sometimes it takes a little chipping around the edges because um, sometimes that's what we need to do, right? It's learning to be patient. I have, I know for a fact about myself, I'm not a patient person. Uh, there are things about my 99 year old grandmother that drive me crazy right just drive me crazy train different sounds she makes the different comments she makes that make my blood boil but she's my grandma and I know there's things about myself that do the same thing I drive her crazy right um, but she's my grandma I'm a granddaughter and it's learning to just let's ask questions I want to learn about you I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna be at the beach and I, I, I want to have time over a lox and a bagel and a cup of coffee I want to learn a little bit about you the same thing with my Aunt Esther. I want to learn, what, have, what do I not know? I can't know everything, but what? let me know you. And when we take that time to get to know people that whether we're connected to as family or, or just within our community, we become better for it. And there's something awesome about also kind of passing that baton to that person who might feel like they've just been overlooked. They've been dismissed. I don't have value. Well, you know what? Let them know that they do. And to me, it's totally crap when we have people who feel like they're not valued, that they're not significant, because you are. All of us are and hold significance. It's just a matter of slowing down and allowing people to know that they mean something to us, that I want to know about you. You know, you don't have an expiration date. 
You know, you're not that, that sauerkraut that's been sitting in the fridge for, you know, a year too long that now you're a person, you're a human being. And I value you. We need to hear that more often. And one of the things, you know, I, I do with my four-year-old is I talk about my grandmother a lot. You know, he said, I'm going to go see Gigi. Gigi is going to mean something to you. Okay. She's a part of you. Uh, you know, we're, we're, I, I managed to get some, some, um, paint on his hand, right? And holding his hand really. So we're going to make this card for Gigi. This will make Gigi happy. And when we raise a, the next generation of kids, of nieces, of nephews to value the elderly, yo, it makes us stronger as a society. It makes us stronger as a family. It makes us stronger as a community. Our young people need to know what's up. You know, age does not mean you know, age is like, I'm going to say, it's not like a stinky cheese. Age is like, if you let it be, a fine wine, right? You have a, a bottle, of, a, a can of beer in the fridge for 27 years, you're chucking that sucker. You have a good bottle of Merlot, right? It ages well. It becomes something that the value goes up. That taste, right? The, 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 the flavor, the everything just kind of comes together. It's better. And that is the same thing when it comes to so many of our elderly. They're a fine wine. They're not a stinky cheese, right? They're not a, a can of beer that's in the fridge or that sauerkraut. Bringing it back to food, I think I'm a little bit hungry and dehydrated, but um, it's all how we look at things. Everything is how we look at it. And so, yes, I, you know, I'm going to spend six days down in Delray, and at the end of it, I'm going to be tired, and there's things that stress me out about my grandma but I love her and she's 99 and I say, Grandma Gert, I'm going to celebrate, celebrate you, baby. I'm going to celebrate you because girl, you got 99 years on this earth and that anybody that you know that's hit that 70 mark, 80 mark, 90 mark, let them know. 100 year mark, dude, get some candles out. Woo! Celebrate them. And, and it's like, I do, I look at like, I look at it now in my 40s, and I know that there's people that are in their 20s that look like I'm old, right? Or high school kids, I'm old. And that's fine, right? I'm rocking my, my little sprigs of gray here that I've been rocking for a long time. I, you know, won't always use the word happy about getting old, but I'm cool with it. I want to be able to become better and stronger. And I want to be that fine wine, right? Because it's, it is easy. Some of us, as we get older, we become more mental. You know, we don't ask questions. We don't learn. Um, we get too fixated at going a thousand miles an hour instead of just becoming stronger, growing, learning. And, and life, we, we, we're like this art project. We have to be always, always, always growing. A canvas is never finished. It's never complete. We're a work in progress. And when we think that we're that, well, man, we're that $7 million Monet, even though you're worth that, you're, you're $7 million bucks to me, baby, but meaning that we're just done right? Our product, boom, packaged, delivered. We're not. We're always, always. Grandma Gert still has things to learn. Grandma Gert is still moving and still progressing if she chooses to let herself. And it's the same thing with each and every single one of us. How are we choosing to handle age? How are we choosing to handle ourselves right here, right now, and learning from people who are older than us? Ball's in our court, my friends. Ball's in our court. And what are you going to do with it? And so it's taken this time to think about who are people in my life that I just need to learn a little bit from. I want to learn about them. I want to learn about myself. I want to grow. I want to boom. 
make a, 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 a time to get, get a cup of coffee, have a phone conversation. Don't, don't text, right? Just make it more personal. And, and maybe if you're, you know, 1,227 miles away, get on the phone. There's something about our voices, that personal connection. I'm not saying don't ever text. That's not what I'm saying. But try to make ways that it's more personal. And yeah, it takes time. Yeah, it could be, it could just, you know, you got to etch that in the calendar. I promise you it's worth it. I promise you it's worth it. So as we rock out this week, I hope you're rocking it out, my friends, because we are working. We're aiming to be that fine wine. I'm aiming. Working on ourselves and learning from others. And wishing you an epic week filled with goodness, asking questions, and knowing that there is just beauty in age, my friends. Peace, love, and heaps of goodness. If you enjoyed today's episode, there's a lot more encouragement and life-kicking strategies on goodnesschick.com. Have a great day, my friends.